Hey, superstars. Hey, this is Wesley, billion-dollar virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. I'm live here <coughs> from my Instagram account here. <coughs> and as you can hear, I'm sneezing because it's cold. It's 69 degrees in here right now. Hey, folks, welcome to the Millionaire Midnight Rant where I, your host, go live every night here. And we talk about success, prosperity, manifestation, business. But more importantly, I go live because I want to give you the opportunity to pick my brain. Okay? I want to give you the opportunity to ask me questions here for free. You know, you, know, you don't have to pay me a dime here. I have... My my rate for mentorship per hour is about a hundred thousand dollars an hour, yeah. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Wesley, do people actually pay that? Well, let me ask you another question here. Do people actually pay Drake two million dollars to perform for an hour or two? Do people pay Kanye West a million dollars to perform his song <clears throat> Jesus? Right. Do people pay Beyonce millions of dollars to stand on the stage for 45 minutes to sing her songs? Of course. Okay. So people pay for value that they believe they're going to receive from the person here. But the great thing about what I do, I'm not here to sing. I'm not here to rap. I'm here to educate you so so you can learn how to take control of your life and to eventually control your destiny here. And tonight... I want to talk about how to become a high achiever and the things not to do and not to say specifically um, things you shouldn't say if you want to become a high achiever here. Okay. And tonight I'm going to go deep. You know, maybe this will be a real life special here. You know, I want to go, I want to get a little bit personal with you. So don't get upset. Don't get mad at me. Don't think that I'm berating you or criticizing you. I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? And I think the best way to help people is to be very truthful. You know, sometimes you have to hear what you don't want to hear to be able to change. And through my years of mentorship and helping people within my company, outside my company, and the people who are now successful, the people now who are not working a job, people now that work from home, are the people that have their own business, the people that's earning six and seven figures per year, that I've helped mentor, well, I had to break them all down. And let me tell you something about breaking people down. I don't intentionally want to break people down. When I say break them down, they either cry, they get very upset at me, they get angry at me, they want to curse at me, they get, and I get it, you know, I'm used to it by now. And the reason why people act that way is because they know what I'm saying is right, right? So it's like when you hear the inner truth about yourself, you know, you tend to get overly emotional about it. But yes, I have to tear some of you down. And what I'm tearing down is your ego, by the way. Just your ego. It's not like I'm criticizing you or calling you a bad person. I'm just tearing down your ego. Got to destroy it, right? Because many of you are allowing your ego to blind you on this of the success that you're destined to have here. Okay? So go ahead and put your names in. <laughs> Let me know where you're calling from. 
comment your names here. Let me give you guys a shout out here. Many of you know who I am. I am Wesley, billion dollar version, the creative overnight millionaire. Also the creator of the recent program, Genie Script, where I teach people how to manifest their dreams. I teach people the science behind it. And I mentor people as well, okay? Around the world I speak, and I will be speaking more around the world. Um, basically sharing my philosophy on what it takes to be rich and wealthy and be able to create your reality. That's a real thing, by the way. Um, creating your reality, that is a true, real thing. I know some of you don't believe it. I know some of you think it's pseudoscience, but it is true. It is study. It is science behind it. And it works, okay? Hey, Aziz from Canada, how are you? Karen from Jamaica, India. Melena from Cali, how are you? Tish. Tish from Houston, Texas. Violeta, Mexico, Nigeria, Obini. Hey, how are you? Yeah, it's going to be a great rant. Some of you might cry, honestly. Just, being, just may warn you. It's going to be a red light, especially here tonight. I don't have my red light today because my lamps are not working. I need some new bulbs, but I, I've been going through old rants on YouTube. Value, brother. Uh, awesome, Lucas. We have Idris from... Houston, Texas. How many of you from Houston, Texas? I'm curious. Because that's where I live. That's Houston, Texas right there, folks, by the way. That's Houston. Okay. I stay in a high-rise. I stay in the most profound high-rise in Houston. The most desired, obviously. And I stay in a penthouse. Uh, let me see here. Wes, I was just listening to the Genius Group. Awesome, Dequavis. Jordy, how are you? Uh, San Diego, California. Okay, okay. We have Lana as well. We have Riffredo. Um And I know some of you might... Give me a second. Put this phone on my chest for a second. Um, some of you might be asking me, because you're brand new to the rant, what is a red light special? Okay. So let me tell you what a red light special is. This is when I speak with absolutely no filter. Now, understand, when I do these rants, I don't have a filter, but when I do a red light special, I don't give a fuck, okay? Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't at all. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do, whatever I need to say to you to get you to do what you're supposed to do that you already know that you should do to increase your quality of life. Does that make sense? Either if it's your relationships, your body, or your love life, period, okay? So that's what the red light special is. So if you are a overly emotional person, if you're a person that just can't take hearing the truth about yourself, because, you know, a lot of you are fucking up. And a lot of you have so many addictions, you got vices, some of you don't work out, some of you're broke, some of you have a job, you're scared to leave your job, some of you have no confidence, some of you fear everything, right? So I'm here to expose that. And I'm here to give you an option, to give you a choice. And that choice tonight is going to be prosperity. Is that okay? That's what I want by the end of this call. I want you to choose prosperity. And prosperity is basically getting what you want. How many of you want to get what you want out of life? At least 95% of the time. Comment below. How many of you want and have a deep desire to get what you want? Well, that's why you're listening to me right now, right? That's why you're laying in your bed and listening to me. Listening to my voice, right? Because you feel that I have some information that I can share with you. To allow you to live the life that you want to live. Period. Because I'm living my great life. And if you want to know my pedigree, I don't have a degree. 
at all. Okay, I got a high school diploma. I've been to the army. I got kicked out. I filed bankruptcy. I've been evicted several times. I've had several repossessions. I've been in jail a few times. <clears throat> I didn't grow up rich. I grew up pretty poor and average. Okay. I didn't have the best childhood. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but, you know, I went, it's nothing to brag about. I was a very shy, awkward person growing up as a teenager. Yet, I've had over 30 jobs. But now, I'm worth $40 million. Now, I have a ton of real estate. Now, I own several digital marketing companies. Now, I've traveled to over 30 countries around the world, still traveling. Now, I have three awesome, incredible children. I have one kid that's going to be a nurse. I have another kid that's going to run my company eventually. I have another one that's going to be a psychologist, slash social worker, maybe truck star. Okay? So, I'm doing well. Doing pretty good. And I have millions of dollars in banks, like cash. You know, not just the network. You know, I have cash money. Not 40 million cash, but I have a lot of it, okay? So, I tell you that not to impress you, but to impress upon you that it's possible for you, which means I don't hear any excuses. Write that down. That's the first thing that uh, achievers don't do. They don't make fucking excuses. You know, one thing that I hate about people, I can't stand it. When they make a fucking excuse on why they can't do something, Okay? When they make a fucking excuse, I can't stand it. Because, you know, I'll talk to people. People are always in my DMs and they're asking for opportunities. As you guys know that we're looking for people to set calls and to close calls right now. The company is growing. We're doing several seven figures per month now and we need more people. And, you know, people reach out to me and I say, are you going to be committed? Are you willing to work? Are you willing to really put in the work? They say, yes, 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 Wesley. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And then they start day one, day two. They give me an excuse for why they can't make a call. They give me an excuse for why they can't be at work. And I'm like, you're working from fucking home. How can you not show up? They gave me an excuse on why they couldn't do something. I want you to understand something about excuses here. Okay, and I'm going to be brutally honest. Poor and loser, average, mediocre people make excuses because it's convenient. And let me tell you something. You might say, well, I have a legitimate excuse. I don't give a fuck what your excuse is. Like, if you ever work for me, and if you ever work for me directly close to me, I don't give a damn about your excuses. I don't care who died in your family. It's not that I don't care, but... You know, I know you may say, well, that's insensitive. Wesley Wallace, who died? Listen, people die every single day. Every day, somebody's going to die. As a matter of fact, 100,000 people are going to die right now. And you got some people that's going to cry and moan and be sad for weeks, for months, for years. And you got some people that's going to be sad for a moment. And on the next day, they're going to go to work and they're going to do what they got to do to be able to thrive. Does that make sense? Okay. Some people are going to suffer, wallow in their fucking pain, and some people are going to use that pain to win. My question is, which one are you? 
you know, it's like when you talk about success, you know, people only want to talk about the glamorous part of success, the cars, the money, you know, travel, homes, gated communities, cars. But they don't want to talk about the sacrifices. They don't want to talk about the things that people must do and the hard decisions that people must make to be able to become the person they want to be. A lot of you want to be comfortable and be rich. Come here. Put the phone close to you for a second. If you want to be comfortable and rich at the same time, stay at your fucking job. Stay exactly who you are right now. I want you to look around for a second. You know that room you're in, that house you're in? You're going to be there for a very long time. You're going to live and die there. Think about your car that you're driving. Yeah, you're going to drive that car until it breaks down, maybe 20, 30 years. That's going to be your car for the next 20, 30 years. Think about the job you have. That job, you're going to retire at that job. You're going to work that job so long that you can't work anymore. <laughs> you're not going to be able to fulfill your duties. It is no such thing to be comfortable and rich. And I, I get sick and tired of hearing people complaining about how they're uncomfortable <laughs> when they have to stay up late. Write this word down. This is what I hate the most. And let me tell you something here. If you, if you say this word, if you say this phrase over and over again, you'll never get it. I swear to God, you will never make major money ever. Not consistently. You'll never do it. You may make a little money, you may get lucky, but you'll lose it all. If you use the word, I'm so tired, how many of you say that? And be honest, don't lie to me. Okay? How many of you have said the word, I'm tired, the phrase? Oh, I'm so tired. I had a hard day today. I'm so tired. I had a hard day today. I'm so tired. I had a hard day today. I'm so exhausted. I'm so exhausted. Listen, and I'm going to share this and tell you this out of love. Shut the fuck up. Is that clear? No one cares how tired you are as it relates to chasing your dreams and your goals. These are your dreams. Silly. These are your goals. And you're complaining about how tired you are. Oh, I'm so exhausted. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just, I need some rest. I need some sleep. I need family time. I need to, to, I need to hang out with my little boy, my little son, my little daughter. I need to spend time with them. Well, you're not going to be rich then. Because there's a sacrifice in the beginning stages of acquiring wealth. Period. Does that make sense? Now, I know some of you laughing, right? <laughs> Some of you like, oh, 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 oh my God, Wesley is getting up. You know, some of you that are laughing, just watch what happens the next five years of your life. Like right now, 2023 and 2028, most of you are going to be the same exact woman and the same exact man. Just watch. Especially the one that laugh and chuckle about it. Because they don't take what they're doing seriously. See, see <clears throat> a lot of you feel that you have a lot of time, right? That 20-year-olds. You think you got all the time in the world. You don't. Some of you that are in your 30s, you're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm on it. I'm on it. But when I talk about or talk to you 
about the things that you're not doing, you're lighthearted about it. You're like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. They're just who I am. You know, you know, another thing I don't like about people and, and about you when you say things, well, I'm just like that. Well, that's just how I am. It's going to take some getting used to West. I mean, just, just, I'm just this type of person. Well, guess what? That type of person has created the life that you currently have. Since you're so familiar with the person that you are and you're telling people that's just who you are, which means that you're unwilling to change and to change, you must be uncomfortable to change. You're going to get pissed off. You're going to get very upset. You're going to get angry. You're going to get emotional because you're not used to it. See, when people get around me and they always want mentorship from me, but you don't understand that I'm a fucking achiever. I am a high performer. Many of you, listen, I love you, but I'm light years behind. I'm light years ahead of you. I'm a man that brings in millions a month, not a year, not five years, a month, 30 days. Many of you will never even see a million dollars. So you have to realize that it's going to be a very uncomfortable conversation with me if you're around me. You're going to be uncomfortable. I'm going to say something that you're not going to like. I'm going to say things that you know is right about you, but you're not going to like it. Does that make sense? I'm not going to take your excuses. I'm not going to care about you crying and bitching and moaning about what happened in your past. Who cares? Not when you're doing business with me. Not when you want to change. Not when you're chasing your dreams. These are your dreams. See, I take my dreams and the things I want to do very seriously. Most of you do not. Even right now, some of you went out tonight. You went to dinner. You went out on a, a dumbass date night. <laughs> you know, you went out drinking. You went to the bar. You went to happy hour. And you think it just don't matter. You think it's nothing. Well, you know, I can go out sometime. I can do this. Well, okay, great. That's what you want to do, right? But yet you want to be a high performer. Many of you don't even have $10,000 in your bank account. You don't even have $100,000 in your bank account. Many of you are not even earning $10,000 a month. How do you think you deserve a god darn drink? You, don't, you can't afford happy hour. A lot of you men, you're not making $10,000 a month. You can't even, you don't deserve a woman in your life at all. $10,000 a month, that's, even that's struggling. Am I making sense here? Many of you, your priorities are so jaded. They're so mixed up. You're extremely delusional because you think that you're going to have the life that you want. You keep talking about, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm successful. I'm happy. I'm this. I'm that. I'm that. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to get healthy. But you're bullshitting. You're procrastinators. Almost all of you are procrastinators. Almost all of you have excusitis. You just make excuses. Almost all of you complain at the end of your day that you're tired. Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. 
Stop saying that. Okay? Because first of all, nobody wants to be around a person that's always tired. You know, in the beginning of my journey here, when I was in my 20s, later 20s, you know what I used to do? I would work a job for 10 hours a day. When I would get off of work, this is for all my people that's so tired as it comes to building their their wealth and their dreams, right? I will work as a, a computer engineer for 10 hours a day. I will leave that job. I will go run a boot camp for two hours. I would train people outside and work out twice. I will work out one hour for myself and two hours for the boot camp. I will leave the boot camp at Memorial Park here in Houston, Texas, and I will go home and I will record and edit and publish five YouTube videos. And then after that, I will read and I will educate myself as it relates to digital marketing. I did that for years. And let me tell you something. I was a father at that time, too. And I never said I was tired. Even if I felt tired, I didn't say it. See, what, what I want many of you to understand, I know some of you are thinking you're not lazy, but you are lazy. You just have never really worked. See, you think the level of work ethic that you're putting in is a lot because you're used to doing nothing. You're used to doing what everybody else does. They work eight hours a day. They're looking at the goddamn clock. Five o'clock, they go home and they go have fun, right? They go drink, they go run, they go do this, they go do whatever, whatever you're doing after you leave work. So many of you don't even understand the work work ethic. So when you get a part of a business or you get part of an opportunity or you meet somebody like me and I require you to work, uh, duh, fucking all day. I like working with people who are hungry. I'm starving. Does anybody know the difference from hunger and starving? You ever been hungry before? I'm talking to you. Comment below, please. Have you ever been hungry before? When you're hungry for food, you don't necessarily need to eat. Okay? You can say, oh, I'm hungry. What y'all want to order? What y'all want to get? All right? But you could be hungry at the same time. You could be on the internet. You could be hungry, still working. You could be hungry and still chatting with a friend. You could be hungry and driving to work, driving home, right? Which means that you could do other things while you're hungry at the same time. But how about when you're starving? I want you to think about the distinction and the difference between hunger and starving. When you're starving, nothing matters except for food. That makes sense. That's all you think about. You're not thinking about TikTok. You're not thinking about having a drink. You're not thinking about talking to your friend. You're not thinking about talking to women. You're not thinking about talking to men. You're not thinking about spending time on social media. You just want food right now, and that's it. You're not thinking about Netflix, Hulu, the TV, Paramount. You're not thinking about cable television. You're not thinking about going out to the bars or the clubs. You want food, and you want it now. Does that make sense? And that's all you think about. See, many of you, maybe you're hungry for success, but you're not starving for it yet. See, 
In my later 20s, man, I was starving for success. That's the only thing I would think about. I didn't think about nothing. I didn't care about anything else. I wasn't talking to my parents. It was at times that I wasn't even talking to my children all the time because I was busy. I was just so focused. I was so enthralled in what I was learning. I was so enthralled in accumulating the knowledge that one day will put me in a position that I'm in right, right now. I didn't care about going to the club. I didn't care about going out. I didn't care about drinking. I didn't care about women. I didn't care about none of this shit. It was just rotulous. It was just futile to me. Because it didn't align to what I wanted. I was starving for financial independence. Does that make sense? I would spend late nights up all night just reading and working and testing and trial and error and failing. For, for for not days, not months, years. My question to you is, are you hungry for success or are you starving for it? I'm talking to you. And be honest, don't, listen, no bullshit me. Don't just tell me what I want to hear. Just tell me how you feel. Are you hungry for it? Are you starving? Listen, it's 12.56 a.m. in the morning here, okay? I'm full of energy. I don't care about the fucking time. Some of you are like, oh, I'm tired. It's 12 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. I got to get some rest. Go ahead. Rest. Rest. Because you got to get up and go to work. And that's what you're going to do for the next 20, 30, and 40 years of your life. A lot of you on this call right now. That's exactly what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Because... You're, you you need to go to sleep at 10 o'clock. I get it. You got to go to sleep at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, because you need to get your beauty rest, right? <laughs> well, whatever you're doing to make money, you're going to be doing it for the next 20, 30 years of your life. So just get comfortable. Get comfortable having other people pay you every single two weeks. Get comfortable getting the same paycheck every two weeks for the next 30, 40 years. Until you retire on the money that it's not enough money to afford your life even when you become an elderly person. Does that make sense? So don't use the words, I'm, I'm tired. Don't say that shit, ever. I mean, if you're serious about achieving or becoming a higher achiever, because we don't use words like that. We understand that the level of work ethic that it's necessary becomes our normal. I did a rant like this before. I told people, I, I share with you that my normal or your normal, my 100% or your 100% is my 20%. Many of you are putting in 100%. That's just my 20%. Many of you can't wait to the weekend. You just can't wait. Many of you are not thinking work. Weekend means work. The W means work. But for a lot of you, weekend means wilding out. Doing dumb shit. Except the things that you're supposed to be doing. Looking forward to the weekend, right? Me, I'm looking forward to working the weekend. I love it. And I'm already rich. And I want to work. It's just my normal. Does that make sense? That's my normal. Many of you, you're like, well, how long you got to work? I mean, how, how, how long I got to do this before I get something? You know what? You'll never make it. 
the people that ask those type of questions, well, how long do I need to do this before, you know, I see something happen in my life? You know what? It'll never happen for you, ever. Just stop doing it right now. Just stay at your job. Have somebody else take care of your ass for the rest of your life. Okay? Because you're impatient, and I can tell that you're just not built for it. Some of you are just not built for it. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, working hard scares you because <clears throat> you're tired all the time. I know, listen, I know young people in their 20s, in their 20s, my friend. <clears throat> I remember I, I was standing at a, a, a high rise previous to the one that I'm standing here today. And <clears throat> they had a valet team out there too for that building, just like we do for this one. And, you know, the valet guys, they're like 20 years old, the young people, the young, right? Young black guys. And they will always say how tired they was. I said, you know, 20 years old, right? 21, 22. And they're working 10 hours a day, right? And said, man, Wes, we're so tired. And I'm thinking to myself, and I told them this because I'm just, I keep it real. I said, your dumb ass is standing behind this counter. Every once in a while, you have to take a resident's groceries up the elevator and you're using a cart. You're not like, you don't have to carry it. You're just putting it on a cart. But most of the time, you're standing behind a valet counter talking to your broke valet friends. How the fuck are you tired? I told them this. You know what they told me? Well, you just don't get it, Wesley. We got to run here. We got to walk back. And I said, walk. That's why you're tired. You think this is labor. You think what you're doing is hard work. You're exhausted because you're standing up, leaning on a valet counter, waiting for the next residence to pull up. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, are you digging ditches? No. Are you paving the streets? No. Are you working construction? No, you're standing. And they bitch and complain about how tired they are. I said, you know what? You guys will never make millions. You'll see. I don't believe me. You'll, you'll never make millions ever. Because if you're tired from standing and parking a car, that's all you got to do. Stand, park a car. Stand, park a car. And if you're tired from that, you'll never make millions. Not even close. If you're exhausted, if that's <clears throat> weighing on you, you'll never become a millionaire. It was one happened to you. It will never happen for you. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Listen, I want you to know something here. You know, most of you, you have the potential to be higher achievers, but most of you want, and you won't because of the things that you say, because how you feel, you feel uncomfortable, you feel tired. What I want you to understand, just because you feel that way, doesn't mean that's what it is. When my daughter starts, <clears throat> like she trains at a school, obviously, you know, high school teams and 
the track coaches, they're like trash, man. They're not really coaches, man. They're like PE teachers and parents <laughs> trying to coach a team. They're not even in shape, right? And But when she started to get trained by an Olympian, because that's who's training her now, the tri- trainings are two hours. And the first day she trained, she almost passed out. And she didn't want to come back. She's like, this is too much. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, I don't like this. I don't like his voice. I mean, she just gave me all the excuses in the book. But I'm proud of her because she persevered. But what I want you to understand is she was very uncomfortable. But to make progress, being uncomfortable is required. Listen, no one wants to be uncomfortable. Like, no one really wants to work out in a gym. No one really wants to work 10 and 20 hours a day in a business and not make any money. No one wants to fail. No one wants to look bad. No one wants to screw up. Duh. But that's the only way. Does that make sense? I want you to understand that's the only way for you to get where you're trying to go. You got to go through that stuff. You got You're going to be in times you're going to be embarrassed. Gonna be times you're gonna be criticized. Times you're gonna be teased and talked about. Period. There's gonna be times you're gonna feel that you can't do it. I can't go no more. And you have to find the power within yourself to keep going. Some of you have an eight to five job, right? Some of you work all day, and when you go home, you want to work on a dream. How many of you are tired when you're done with work? You're tired, right? You're exhausted. But what I want you to understand is just because you're exhausted doesn't give you an excuse not to get the work done. Okay? It is what it is. You can't negotiate success. You can't even give it 99%. Got to give it 100 every day for weeks, months, years. Why? Because the OU has to go. Does that make sense? The OU. Like a lot of you women and men, the you that you are today has to go. Okay? And for the OU to go, you're going to be extremely uncomfortable. You're not going to like it. There's many things you're not going to like to do. So what? I don't care if you don't like it. No one cares if you don't like it. But if you want the abundance and the prosperity that you've been praying about, begging about, wanting, and have a high desire for, okay. You got to push through. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Comment the word value if you're getting value here tonight. I'm not even going that hard on you tonight. I'm just trying to teach you how to be a high achiever. Okay? People that achieve highly, they're not thinking about time. They're not thinking about the time they got to go to bed. They're not thinking about, well, I'm tired. They're not thinking about excuses. They're not thinking about, well, I'm going to justify. Well, I just did it. I did enough today, so I'm fine. No, high achievers... They demand progress. Why? Because that's the only thing that people care about. People don't care about how hard you work. They don't care about how long you work. 
Where's the progress? You know, I have a team. I have a, a large team. We've got salespeople. We've got setters with one of our companies. And, you know, sometimes they can talk about how hard they're working and how late they're working. But what they have to understand is working is not enough. I know what you're thinking. Damn, Wes, I thought if I worked hard, I could be rich, right? If I stay up late, I could be rich. If I get up early, I could be rich. No! There's many people that get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, go to bed at 1, 2 o'clock, still broke, still can't manage their money, still po-po, okay? Still. Work ethic alone is not enough. Progress is. You gotta make progress too. Does that make sense? We tell ourselves and ourselves people, you gotta make progress. If you don't make progress, you gotta go. It's not for you. We're not here to babysit you. We're here to train you, but we're not gonna babysit you. Which means if you can't mature, if you can't learn the material, if you can't perform well on the phones, you need to find another company to work with. Because we're not going to be the company for you. Let me tell you why. Because I make people rich. I create successful individuals that work with me. If they want it. And you're not going to tarnish my reputation by being lazy. Or give me a bunch of excuses on why you can't do it. I don't care about your excuses. Okay. I don't care about your problems either. It's for you to care about. My daughters, my son, I care about their problems because they're my children. They're 16, 17, 19 years old. You 30, you 40, you 50 years old. Why would I care about your problems? As a matter of fact, why would you tell me your problems? What am I going to do about that? Does that make sense? Why should I listen to you vent and complain about your problems if you're looking to change your life for the better financially. Hello? I'm talking to you. A big issue with people, listen, a big issue with not just people, you, is you want somebody to say, oh, it's okay. It's all right. It's going to get better. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, you fucking up. It's going to get worse if you continue to do what you're currently doing. If you keep making those same mistakes and keep making those same decisions, your life is going to be much worse in five years. While you're crying on my shoulder. And then I'm going to pick your head up off my shoulder. I'm going to say, get your big head off my shoulder and stop crying on my shoulder. Look at me. Listen, if you don't decide to change, your life is going to be terrible. It's going to be horrific. You're going to be the person that needs this, a cigarette. You know, I don't smoke. I don't drink because I don't need that shit. Like, I don't need those things. Why? Because I don't need any type of substance to make me feel better. But you do. 
You may say, oh, I do it at recreation. No, you do it to feel better because you can't stand your life. You get so stressed out because you can't stand your life. You do things or you put substances in your body. You eat too much food because you can't stand your life. You hate it. So you do something else to distract you. Who am I talking to? I'm talking to you. Almost every person on here has a vice or an addiction right now that they do that they have justified so they can feel better and be able to keep moving through life. Not I. I don't need it. I don't need it at all. My life is good. It's perfect. It's ha- I'm happy. I, mean, I don't need anything. I don't need any substance. Right? I don't, I, don't, I don't need it. But many of you, you're trying to put a Band-Aid on a broken leg. Your leg's broke. You can't put a Band-Aid on a broken leg. Many of you have issues, you have problems. And you're trying to distract yourself from the problems as if you think they will go away on the weekend. Well, who's going to go on the weekend and just YOLO? I'm going to live only once, fuck it. I'm going to get drunk and wasted this weekend. I'm just going to drink. I need a drink. How many of you are like that? I need a drink. I need a drink. I need a drink. You need a drink to do what? Because you can't carry on with the life that you created for yourself. You're not able to manage your own life. Did you not create the life that you currently have? And you're telling me that you need a drink because you can't handle it. But you created it. How did you create it? Based off of your decisions. The decisions that you make create the life that you have. So now you need a drink because you created a fucked up life. Many of you. Be honest. That's why you need a drink. You need a smoke. I need a weed. I need to smoke something. I need, oh God, I need some weed right now. I'm like, what? (laughs) That's most of you. Okay. You know, when people ask me, you know, how to be successful and they want to be successful, I say, you need to start with you. The first step, in my opinion, to creating success is starting with the individual. Get rid of your addictions first. Like, start there. Start going to the gym. Small things. Because, listen, if you want to be able to master life, which includes your finances, how you look, your body, the way you communicate, and your emotions, you must first master yourself. Mastering yourself means that you must have the ability to tell yourself that you're going to do something and actually follow through. Many of you want to lead other people, but you can't lead yourself. How do you lead another person or help another person or share an opportunity with another person or try to sell another person when you can't sell yourself? You can't even manage your own emotions. For all my people that keep complaining about how tired they are. I'm so exhausted. Oh, God, I worked all. Oh, I worked so hard today. Oh, my feet hurt. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, God. Oh, I can't do anything tonight. Oh, not tonight. I just can't do it. I just can't. I just can't. 
That sounds like a loser to me, doesn't it? Some of you are losers. You don't even know it. You hate to hear that word. Some of you are like, don't call us losers. I know somebody right now is thinking that. Why would he call us losers? Because you are. <clears throat> Most of you are losers. It's just the truth. You lose the life. If you were winning, do you think winners cry and bitch and complain and make excuses and justify the reason? I mean, do you think winners act that way? I can tell you lose based off your behavior, what you say, your mannerisms, how you behave. It's easy to read people. Okay. What I want you to understand is you don't have to be a loser. Okay. You don't have to be that typical person that justifies all the mistakes that blame other people for their shortcomings. Who's always resentful of people like myself that are wealthy and rich. That's that's winning. Resenting me. What do you think resenting me going to do for you? Jealous of me. Pissed off at me. Why is he like that? Why is he so cocky? Why is he this? Why is why do you, how do you think that affects me? It doesn't. It affects you. Because there's something deeper going on inside of you, not me. I'm winning. You want to win. Does that make sense? But you want to win at your expense and at your convenience. But it doesn't work that way. Okay? It's not going to be at your convenience. Winning takes work. Winning takes time. Winning takes preparation. Winning takes sacrifice. Winning takes diminishing the ego. Winning takes shutting your motherfucking mouth sometimes. Okay? That's what it takes. You want to win financially? You want to win and be able to navigate this planet to get what you want out of from it? Master yourself. Okay? Find somebody that's succeeding greatly. Somebody that you admire and model them. Understand that if you're afraid to change, if you're afraid of success, are you afraid of failure? It's normal. But you should be more afraid of staying who you are. I mean, look at you, a lot of you. Look at where you are in life. That's where you want to be the next five years. You should be more afraid of the person that you are. Many of you are so afraid to change. You're afraid of failure. You're afraid of being talked about and teased and criticized. I got people that want to create YouTube videos but don't want to show their face. I got people that want to be influencers but don't want to post a picture of themselves. Before they face tune in and change everything about the picture. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you afraid of? I get it. You're afraid of the unknown. It's normal to be afraid. It's normal to be afraid to do something you've never done before. But you should be more afraid of being who you are. Or continue to be the same person. Do you want to end up broke and average like your parents? Do you want to be the parent to tell your children that you can't do it because you don't have the, enough money? Oh, I can't buy it. I don't have enough money. Oh, baby, you can't do this. Wait till mom get paid next week. I never tell my children some bullshit like that, ever. 
Why next week? Mom, I need it now. It's due Friday. I'm sorry, baby. I don't get paid in two weeks. What? My mama broke. My daddy broke. So many, that's what you're teaching your children. You don't even realize it. And they're going to end up, they're going to end up being just like you. Broke. Adulterated when it comes to money. Understanding that money, well, you know, money's hard to get. Mama never had money. Daddy never had money. So I guess money is scarce. Many of you are teaching lessons to your children. They're going to debilitate them. It's going to make them very weak financially. And you're going to wonder what's wrong. And what's wrong is you. Listen, all I'm asking you to do is, if you want to be a higher achiever, okay, I want you to stop saying certain things. Is that clear, everyone? I'm talking to you. Is that clear? I don't want you to ever say that you're tired. I don't care if you feel tired. I get it. I work out. Today I did two hours, just like I do every day. You don't, you don't think I'm exhausted sometimes? You don't think I'm tired? But don't communicate it to yourself and don't communicate it to others. As a matter of fact, when you feel tired, say, I have energy. When you work eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours a day and you get off of work, say, you know, I feel so good. I get it. I understand your body says no. Your body feels like shit. Your body feels like doing nothing. But I want you to remember who's in charge, not your body, your mind. That's what you forgot. Your mind is in charge, not your body. Stop allowing your body to ruin your life. Your body is the reason why you're lazy and lethargic and procrastinate. It's your body. Because you're allowing your body to run your life. Well, I don't feel well, so I'm not going to do it. Well, I don't feel like it, so I'm not going to do it. Well, I feel tired. I feel sick, so I'm not going to do it. Listen, my daughter has been running three three times a week and she's been sick she's been sick for the last almost two weeks stomach hurting cramping and i said well baby do you want to just stay here no i'm i'm going and she in pain pushing through pushing through because she realizes that her body is not in charge her mind is Mindset is everything. We was out there training the other day. You have football players out there that play for the Texans. And they was giving the little kids some advice. They said, hey, and I heard this one black gentleman. He plays for the Texans. And he was talking to the track runners, right? The group that was with my kid. And you know what he said? He said, mindset is everything, young people. It's everything. I want everybody to comment those words below. Mindset is everything. You hear me? Comment those words below. It is everything. It is the inception of all failures and all successes. I don't care how you feel. I don't care how your body feels terrible. You're tired. You're exhausted. You can't breathe. I don't care. The mindset is everything. If the mind says go, the body will follow. Okay? If the mind says, hey, you got to make some more calls tonight, the body will start dialing. 
If the mind says you have to do 10 more push-ups even though you did 200 and you're tired, the body will do it. If the mind says it to, it will. It'll be tough, but it will do it. If you work 10 hours today, you're tired, you're exhausted, but the mind says you need to work another four hours on your dream, your business, your company, the body will do it. If the mind tells it to. If the mind says, I don't care how tired you are. I don't care how exhausted you are. I don't care if you're sick. I don't care if you're on your period. I don't care if you're pregnant. I don't care if you broke your leg. I don't care. Get it done. I don't care how many people hung up on you. If you're a salesperson on the phone. So what? Next. I don't care. You've been working out at the gym every day. You're not losing weight. So what? Get up. I don't care if it's raining outside. Get up. Go train. You're sick. Get up. Go train. Mindset is everything, folks. Okay? Say it again. I want you to come at those words again. Mindset is everything, young people. You hear me? Mindset is everything. If you have a desire to be a high achiever, you got to realize you almost got to be like a superhuman and it's going to be normal. Like for me to do this, this is normal. This is easy for me. I'm not working hard for this. It's 124 in the morning. So what? That's easy. Some of you are half sleep in your bed. That's why you half broke because you have sleep. I mean, think about your bank account. Like if you visualize the amount of money in your bank account right now, you realize you can't even afford to sleep. You can't afford it. You can't afford to stay in that neighborhood that you're currently staying in. The house, the apartment that you're in, you know you don't supposed to be there. Sleeping so much. Some of you are sleeping on air mattresses. Some of you sleep on the floor. Some of you still staying with your mommy and daddy and you're 20 plus years old. You don't see the problem there? I don't care if you're tired. I don't care if you're sleepy. Go drink a Starbucks. Get espresso. Red Bull. Do whatever it takes to stay up and work. Okay? Any questions for me, folks? Comment one more time. Mindset is everything. And make a promise to me that you're no longer going to say that you're tired, that you're exhausted. You're no longer going to say that you're stressed out. Don't say these words. That's a loser mentality. Losers say that stuff. Because they're making an excuse on why they can't move forward. I'm so stressed out I can't do anything else. That's an excuse. And they stop. I'm so overwhelmed. Okay, and what are you going to do? Stop? If you're not going to stop, what's the point of saying it? Just don't say it. Say something different. Say, you know what? I have a ton of energy. You know, everything is working out in my favor. Just say those things. I get it. Maybe that's not your current reality, but it will be if you continue to say it. Do you actually believe that you're going to have a better reality if you keep saying things that are disempowering? If you keep saying things such as, this is not working out. This is hard. I'm tired. I'm so stressed out. I need a break. I need a drink. I need a vacation. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. No, you need to get to work. 
You need to work more. And you need to make progress. You need to stretch yourself. It's just like working out in the gym. If I want new muscle, I got to tear down the old muscle. It is what it is. It's painful. Some of you go to the gym, you work out for comfort. I work out for pain, baby. Let's go. Many of you are trying to run away from problems. Always avoiding problems. People, people ask me, they, I swear to God, I wish I could show you guys my DMs. Say, Wes, how can I make a million dollars without having any problems? Wes, how can I quit my job without having any problems? Well, Wes, I just want to make sure if I invest this money, I don't have any problems. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The money is in the problems. As a matter of fact, by solving problems, you get money. You do who you know who you know who understand who <clears throat> do you know who understands this deeply and wrote a song about it? Let me know if you know this song. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you guess it right. <laughs> more money, more problems. Give me the problems. Give me the problems. Give me the motherfucking problems. They say more money, more problems. I say give me the problems. Give me the problems. Give me the motherfucking prop. Does that make sense? Who sung that? Who's the person that created that song? You know, since since we want to say more money, more problems. Okay, well, give me problems then. Great. And that's how I get to the money. Give me the problems. Because there's not that many people who are going to take on problems. Because, see... 97% of the world here, they, they, don't want, they don't want problems. They want to avoid all the problems. They don't want issues. They don't want mistakes. They don't want failures. But you got the crazy 3% or the 1% like me. We like giving, like Drake. Drake is the guy that sung the song, by the way. He's like, give me the problems, man. Let's go. Bring them to me, baby. Give me the problems, baby. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. I, that's how I get the money? Okay, bring me the problems, and I'm going to solve them. I'm going to resolve them for you. Since you don't want to solve the problem, I'm going to solve them. That's how I got rich. I'm a problem solver. That's why people like me. I'm a problem solver. That's why women like me. I'm a problem solver. That's why my kids like me. I'm a problem solver. Like in my family, if someone has a problem, they know to go to daddy. Daddy is the last person they need to talk to if they can't solve the problem, they come to me. And guess what? Daddy always have a solution. When I'm in a relationship with a woman, she tries to fix it herself. If she can't fix it, she comes to daddy, and I always fix the problem. Just like in my company. They try to figure it out. If Ariella can't solve the problem, she comes to me. I solve the problem every single time with anybody in my company. They come to me as last resort. And I all, listen to me, I always have a solution. Does that make sense? Always. Because I'm a high achiever. It's just how it is. I want you to understand <clears throat> that women, men, mamas, daddies, parents, lovers, whatever, that this is your season and this is your time to achieve highly. No excuses are going to be tolerated for you to be broke, poor, unhealthy, 
are uneducated. Because the level of awareness that's available to us now is incredible. You know, maybe 50, 60 years ago, if you was broken, average and poor, I get it. Because we didn't have as many resources that we have here today. But today, there's no reason why all of you are not earning $100,000 a year. There's no reason why everybody that wants to be an entrepreneur is not an entrepreneur and earning money. <laughs> there's no reason. I mean, there's too many options, too many ways. The awareness, the teachings, the education is here. You don't have to go to the library any longer. You don't need a library card. You can just get on the internet, go on YouTube. You can learn whatever you need to learn. You can study it. You can master it right now. Does that make sense? The only person that's stopping you is you. It's you. And I don't care what you say. You may say, it's not me. No, it's them. It's how I was raised. No, it's you. If you don't have a million dollars in your bank account, it's because of you. If you're not able to travel the world like you want to, it's because of you. If you're not staying in a place that you want to stay in, it's because of you. If your children not in great schools, it's because of you. You're the problem. And I know I got some mothers on here. No, it's the baby daddy not giving me money. Okay. You lay down with him. You need his protection. He came out inside you. You had a baby. To blame him is futile. Maybe it is his fault. But to blame him is useless, women, for all my single mothers out there. <laughs> you know? Let that shit go. Stop calling your baby daddy a deadbeat. You had sex with him. You had sex with a deadbeat. And don't give me this bullshit about, well, he wasn't like that before. Shut up. Stop it. Women are very smart. As a matter of fact, they're more intelligent than men. So you know what you're getting yourself into. You saw the red flags. You just chose not to identify them. What I'm saying, even my single mothers, I love you to life. But don't make any excuses on why the baby dad is not in your child's life. Don't make any excuses on why your life is harder than other people. Well, I'm a single mother, you know. You know, because women do this to me all the time, right? When I when they ask for opportunities for me. You know, they be in my DMs. I'm telling these women, they be in these DMs and they're like, I mean, they're not flirting with me, right? But they just like, Wesley, you know, I really need a job. I really need this. I'm a single mother. I'm like, honestly, I don't care if you're a single mother. I'm going to treat you the same way if you are a single woman. Like, you being a single mother, I'm not going to give you any type of, like, single mother treatment. You know, I asked women, I said, well, how often can you work? Can you work eight hours a day? Well, yeah, I wish I can, but I'm a single mother. So? I don't care if you're a single mother. So? What does that mean? You want to be successful, right? You want to make millions, right? You want to take care of your baby, right? You want to be able to give her or him the life that they deserve, right? Well, I don't care about you being a single mother. That has nothing to do with what the process that I'm about to take you through, and it's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. I tell people this. And they either leave or stay. And I really don't care. I tell people before they work with me, I said, it's going to be one of the most difficult things you'll ever do in your life. 
<clears throat> the most difficult. It's going to be hard. Almost impossible. Are you willing to do it? At like at this point now in my life, I even discourage people. Just like don't no, don't work with me, please. It's gonna waste your time and waste my time because you're probably not ready. Don't work with me because you just don't got it. You don't have what it takes. You just don't. Go find somebody else. I'ma hurt your feelings. Okay? You're gonna cry like a baby working with me. Are you gonna get pissed off? You're gonna try to curse me out. Either way, I don't care. But I know what it takes and I know what's necessary and I absolutely know what's required to transcend a person to the person they want to be. I know how to do it. I've done it too many times. Okay? <clears throat> Any questions for me, folks? Did you get value here today? How many of you are going to listen to this again? Smash the like button and share this if you want me to post this so you can listen to it later or today. Okay. Can you speak on someone saying you're holding me back? If someone's telling you that you're holding them back and if you're in a relationship, drop their asses. Let them go. If anybody have ever told me, say, Wesley, you're holding me back from becoming the person I want to be. I say, well, let me give you exit papers right here. Hey, here's your papers. Here's your walking papers. You can just leave immediately. Here's your stuff. Get out of here. That's what I would do. I don't care if I was married. If I was married and my wife said, well, you're holding me back from my dream. Okay, you know what? Here's your walking papers. Here you go. Like, I would never hold a person back from their dreams. And I expect the same from them. If someone holds me back from my dreams, oh, they got to go. They got to go. I told you guys the story of me and my ex-girlfriend 15 years ago. She's my only, she's my only, she's the only girl I've ever, like, labeled as my girlfriend, like my true girlfriend, right? I mean, it's a tough cookie, you know? It's just not easy to date a man like me. And I tell women, as I'm saying, it's hard to date me. You sure you want to go through that? I mean, I tell them in the beginning. I don't care what they say. I just tell them the truth. So I give you the brevity of it, you know? Her name was Michelle. Michelle was a nice girl. She's a beautiful black woman. Caramel, gorgeous, pretty girl, right? Short, just like I like them. And she had that caramel, that good skin, like that perfect skin. You know what I'm talking about? That good skin that glows. Almost like that Halle Berry skin. Yeah. And she had those nice little thick, thick lips. I like that. Yeah. Because I'm a kisser, of course. And let me tell you something. I wasn't rich when I met her. Okay? I was making some money, but I wasn't rich. And long story short, it was a tough relationship. It was tough on both sides. I mean, it was definitely the definition of toxicity. If you look up the word toxic relationship in the dictionary, it's a picture of us for sure. Right? How many of you can relate? And let me tell you something. I had to make one of the most difficult decisions of my life because obviously I loved a girl. Right? She was like my first love. And I was 26, 27. Can you believe that? So I'm 27, 28 years old. And I, and I met my first love, someone I actually chose to love, right? Because this woman just loved me, right? She just loved me so much. And I've never felt that amount of love in my life because, and if you know my story, you know, I didn't really know what love was because 
you know, my parents, they wasn't bad parents, but they didn't like give me love. Like I didn't hear the word love. So I didn't know what love was, right? So I was just an asshole with women for a very long time, by the way, until I met her. And she was just gave me just unconditional love. She was just so nice to me, right? So I chose to love her back. I was learning how to love, honestly. And, but like I said before, it was toxic, man. It was bad. I mean, we would just argue and argue and argue and fight about things. That, ugh, you know, just arguing, arguing, fighting. It was insane, right? It's the worst experience of my life, honestly. <laughs> and, um, but it was a very educational experience. But I had to choose me. Because that relationship, and I played a part in it, the reason why it didn't work as well, in that relationship, it was distracting me from achieving my dreams. Even though she believed in me and she supported my dreams but the toxicity of the relationship was keeping me from being the person who I was destined to be and I had to drop her I'll never forget how I did it too I mean it was cold blood because I'm just like that I got two sides to me right I got a very nice sensitive compassionate a man that's very empathetic caring man like an angel but I got another side of me and I'm a, I can be a rude, horrific, direct, uns, insensitive, brutal motherfucker. I mean, I can be a beast. You have no idea. I'm, I can be insane. Only some people have saw, saw that side of me. Some people that work with me, my children have seen the side of me as well, right? But um, I remember sitting her down in my apartment, in my office. It was in Keller, Texas, right outside of Dallas. And I was in the apartment because I decided to move out of our shared apartment because, man, we just couldn't live together. It, it got that bad. And I sat her down. And it was in the office that she actually bought me. She was a very caring woman. She was she was extraordinary, right? She somehow got into my apartment for Christmas and put a whole office together, supporting my dreams, and I appreciate that. Like, she wasn't a bad woman, but us together just wasn't, we were toxic together, right? We weren't bad people, but together we were toxic, right? Because we had our own junk and our own issues that we need to work through. <laughs> so I sat her down and I said, Michelle, she had no clue what was happening. I said, Michelle, at this point, like right now I'm staying in this apartment and we said we're going to give it six months for this to work and it's not working. And at this current time, I am going to have to let you go. Okay? We have to let each other go. It's toxic. It is not working. I love you. I did. I did. I love the girl. Right? But I said, I am not liking the person that I'm becoming. Okay? And it's not your fault. But I'm not liking it. And you feel the same as well. And when I say this girl broke down, started crying, and oh God, you know the tears, of course, you know, crying. And let me tell you something, I was stolid, I was unemotional. I just sat there, I crossed my legs, and I let this woman cry right in front of me. I didn't hug her. All I said is this, I said, Michelle, you're gonna be fine. I swear to God, I said it just like that, crying. 
What are you going to do? You're just leaving me and I got to pay this and I got to pay this and I did not look at my job. I mean, she's just talking. About and I said, look at me. You're going to be okay. Okay? You're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. And she started crying. And she storms. She says, whatever. And she leaves. And I end up moving back to Houston. And I tell you that story because... In life, to become the person that you want to be, certain things you just got to let go. And you don't want to let them go, trust me, because, you know, especially when it comes to people, it's hard to let people go, right? Especially people that you love. But, you know, some of us, we know certain people that we know we need to cut off and release. It's not because they're bad people. They just don't align with the person that you're becoming, and for me to evolve, I knew that relationship was holding me back. Because I was thinking too much about the relationship and how to fix it. And I couldn't. And I couldn't fix it because it wasn't fixable. Right? It just wasn't a, physical, a fixable relationship. And we wouldn't be able to fix it together. If we wanted the relationship to work, we'll have to work through our, our, our junk by ourselves. Shit, we even got a psychologist. I mean, I'll never forget this. I remember we were paying this guy $70 an hour to talk to us. We're not even married yet, right? We're a couple, but we don't know what's going on. Why are we fighting so much? Why are we so toxic? We're talking to this guy. $75 an hour. No, I think it was $150 an hour to talk to this man to try to fix us. Uh-uh. <laughs> I had to get out of there. I had to choose me. And it's tough, especially when you love someone. But let me tell you something. You got to love yourself more. And you got to be able to recognize how you feel. And that's what's important. And we all know, honestly, you know, one thing about people, we're very intelligent about what we're supposed to do and what we shouldn't do. Like a lot of things that a lot of you are doing, you know you're not supposed to do it. Even the people that you with, you know you don't supposed to be with this person. Like, you already know it. You're just trying to make it work. You're trying, you're trying for so many different reasons. But what I want you to understand is if someone's distracting you from the becoming the person that you want to be, and by the way, not many people have a purpose, not many people want to be entrepreneurs, and not many people want to be millionaires. Don't think that the entire world wants to be a millionaire. Many people do not want to be a millionaire. They don't care about it, right? But I'm talking about the people that really want financial abundance. There's a sacrifice you have to make. And there's so many things you must do to be able to achieve and become this type of person. Like me, I already know the type of person I'm becoming. I'm becoming an outstanding, just this incredible God of a person. Like I see it. Like I'm becoming a very powerful person on the planet here. And it takes time, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes sacrifice. People, many people don't even understand me. They don't understand how I think. You know, a lot of people, especially women, when they deal with me, they deal with me as if they're dealing with the normal average men that they're currently dealing with. I'm just the type of man that I'm very serious and committed about the things I want to do. And when I'm focused on those things, that's the only thing I'm focused on. I'm not focused on you. I don't care how cute you are. I don't care how pretty you look, how good you smell. I don't care how juicy your vagina is. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Because those things are just spasmodic. Okay? 
what I'm doing is going to be forever. Does that make sense? Any questions for me here? Okay. And I do these rants because I want to give you guys an example of what an exceptional person is, which I am. Like I am an ex- exceptional person. You'll probably find one out of one billion people. You'll find them like me. It's not going to find people like me on this planet. If you don't believe me, keep meeting people. You'll see. It's going to be very difficult to find people. Like, do you think you're going to find another a LeBron James? Michael Jordan? Kobe Bryant? Tiger Woods? Serena Williams? Oprah Winfrey? These are very unique individuals. Okay. Very different. Do you not realize that? And if you want to be like these individuals or if you want to acquire similar success, well, you have to make a decision to be a totally different person. Totally different than the person that you are today. Totally different. And I get it. Many of you want to be different, but you keep telling people on how you're like this. And I was born this way. Well, this is just how I am. And you want people to accept you for the you you are. Well, maybe the you you are, people don't want to accept. And maybe the you that you are is not good enough. I hear people in relationships all the time. They're like, well, you know, this person acts like I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Maybe you're not good enough. Men usually complain about this. She just cheated on me. She dumped me. Am I not good enough? Maybe you're not. Women too. When we get with a guy, and I don't know, the guy loses interest. When am I not good enough for you? Maybe you're not good enough for that person. Maybe you need a different type of person because that person is just different. And maybe you want this person. You know, it's so funny. You know, I'm. A, let's talk about this just for a second here. You know, all the women on the planet want millionaires. They do. No, don't, don't get it twisted. They want a man that's successful. Don't think that women want poor men. I'm not saying they don't date poor men. They don't like want. They're not praying to God, God, please send me a struggling poor man. Absolutely not. Women don't do that. They want a successful man. It doesn't matter if he's a millionaire, but he needs to be very successful financially. Right? But what women don't understand, they want to be the self that they are and to be able to keep a man like that. You know, they think, I see these videos about women on the internet. Oh, I'm the prize. Don't forget, you the prize, you did this. But what does that even mean? Like, give me some facts. Don't just say you the prize. Tell me why you are the prize. And go beyond your looks, how you look and how you smell. What else do you do? Every woman wants these phenomenal men. You know, they write it down. I want this type of man. I want a handsome man. I want a smart man. I want a, a wealthy man. I want a man that treats me kind. I want a man that's in tune his emotions. I want a man that listens to me. I want a man that takes me on trips. I want a man. Well, what about you? What type of woman are you going to be? To be able to attract and keep the attention of a man like that. See, the big issue with a lot of women, I know we took a turn here, but I just want to talk about it real quickly here. What women don't understand is they're so accustomed to dating regular average men. You know, the man just have a nine to five job. Man that's making under a hundred thousand dollars a year. 
He's a good man. He's not a terrible man. He's a good man. He's there. You know, he treats you well. Right? But deep down inside, you don't want that, do you? <laughs> Women want a little chaos. <laughs> like they want kindness and chaos at the same time. Women are very complex. But what I, my message to women is, women, what are you willing to be to be able to attract the type of man that you want? Don't give me this bullshit like, well, he got to set me for who I am. Bullshit. No, he don't. Absolutely not. Rich and wealthy men are extremely intelligent men. That's why they're rich and wealthy. They're not stupid. We're not like the poor average monk that you used to. Okay? We're not, you know, we're not like those guys, you know? And, hey, no, no offense to those guys, but we're not like them. We're not like the uneducated crowd. We're not like the crowd that can't communicate well. We're not like the crowd that don't have a purpose, don't have a dream, that's not driven. We're not the, the men that's playing video games in our 40s and stuff. No, we're not like that. We're out there changing the world for the better. Creating something that's going to be admirable, okay? So my question to you women, what type of woman are you willing to be to have a man like that? Which means there's things you got to change. There's things that you got to be on point. You got to learn. It's learn behavior. You got to learn some new behavior. If you want that type of man. If you don't, just settle for the man that you're used to, that you're comfortable with. You know? The man that's deeply into you, you know, I hear women, I want a man that's just deeply and deeply into me, that just talks about me all the time. He's always there. I want, I want a man just, just so deeply into me. No, you don't. You know what you want? You want a man that's deeply into his dreams. But you can't tell a woman that. Not when she's deep in her emotions. When she's deep into her emotions, you can't tell a woman that. But that's what she wants. She want a man that works. She want a man that has passions and desires. She want a man that she can look up to, that she can be inspired by. That's what women want. Yeah, they want good looking, all that great, you know, take care of me. But she wants to be inspired. She wants to learn something. She wants to think of him as, that's my man. That's my guy. That's my leader. I can learn something from this man. Does that make sense? But to do that, women, you have to change and be able to evolve as well. Okay? Any questions for me here? Any questions? Did you get value here tonight? Did you get value, ladies and gentlemen? Did you get value here? Yes, men have emotions, of course. So why not just be alone since nobody needs each other? You can be alone. And, that, and as a matter of fact, I suggest all men them talk about men now. And I've talked about this so many. I've spoken about this so many times. Men, be by yourself until you're financially independent. Trust me. If I can give men any type of advice, when men say, well, Wesley, what's the one piece of advice you would give a man in their 20s, 30s, teenagers, 40s? Get the money first. Seriously. Just focus on the money. Repudiate all women. Reject all women out of your life. I dare you to do that for a year or two. And just focus on learning on how to accumulate money. 
learn how to make money, then learn how to make money on autopilot. That's it. Master that. Two years, three years, four years, five years, it doesn't matter how long it takes you. Because once you do it, you have plenty of women available to you. Does that make sense? Okay. So nobody needs each other. You know, when we talk about like every man needs a woman. I mean, every man needs a woman. Every woman needs a man. Bullshit. It's preference. It's not need. I don't need a woman. I don't need a woman to do what I'm currently doing. I mean, I can do whatever I want to do. I don't need a woman to live my life. I may prefer a woman in my life because she can make my life happier or better. I can add her to my life to make it better. But I don't need her. No, of course not. I don't need anyone. I need myself, period. Because I'm a creator. I'm a God. I may prefer people around, but I don't need it. Make sense? Need is like water. You need water to live. If you don't drink water, well, that's debatable. But if you don't drink water, you don't eat food, you die. Okay? Some of you feel like you need people in your life. Oh, I need, I need, I need a wife. I need a husband. I need it. I get it. If that's what you want. So want is not a need. When you think of it as a need, you make mistakes. Then you realize that you're codependent on these people, not independent. I say I'm independent, which means I don't need anyone. So that means when I get with a person, I know how to fulfill myself, my own happiness. I'm not looking for another person to come in my life just to make me happy. Now, you can add to the happiness, but I don't need you for happiness. Does that make sense? You're just adding the blocks of positivity that already exist. But some of you are so empty, you need other people in your life because you're empty. That's why people say, oh, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do if you leave me. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I'll be ruined. I'll be just, I would die. I'm like, what? (laughs) I wouldn't want to be with a person like that. It's a dangerous person to be with. Okay. What's next here? Questions here. Questions. And women, listen, you know, women, if you want to make money, how many women want to make money? You know, just want to be entrepreneurs. And I've talked about this and I've shared my thoughts about women and money. Listen, women, you can't have love and women simultaneously, which means you can't go seek both at the same time. Okay. Like, because you got to master one at a time. You either get the man first, you get the money, or you get the money first, you get the man. And this is what I tell women that want to be rich and wealthy. If you're going to find a man. And you want to be rich. See, if you the woman, you dedicated, you committed, you want to be rich. If you want to, de- if you choose to deal with a man, ensure that you're dealing with millionaires. I'm just being honest with you, okay? And I'm sorry for all the guys that are not millionaires, but you can't date those. Like, if you're going to waste your time on a man, which you shouldn't, you can do it by yourself. But if you do waste your time with a man or you spend time with a man, spend with time with a man that's going to teach you something. If you want to have some little side sex or some casual sex with a man, well, have sex with a millionaire. Why would you have sex 
for the man that's making a hundred thousand dollars that has a job. You have a job. You want to be a millionaire, correct? Women, hello. For all my women that want to be multi-millionaires and super successful financially, okay. You want the Gucci, this Louis Vuitton, Chanel, going to Paris, Milan, okay, great. So listen, if you're going to deal, with, if you choose to deal with a man, even casually deal with a millionaire. Don't deal with brokies, right? Don't deal with men that are broken, handsome. Don't deal with men that are not millionaires, because that's what you want to be. Because you'll learn something, even if it's casual. But you will learn something from these men. They're smart. They're very intelligent men. Does that make sense? Okay. Or just stay alone. You can stay by yourself and do it. Do it by your lonesome. Okay. What's next? What's next here? So I'm kind of mean. I'm dangerous. Training sales and would never put someone in dangerous situation. I scare men. And it tells them becoming softer. All right, so I would tell you this. Stop being mean. You just said you're mean. You're dangerous. Why? Like, I think you're using it as a defense mechanism. Maybe you've been hurt, you know, in your childhood. But one thing, I applaud you because at least you know exactly how you are. So if you're mean, be nice. If you're dangerous, don't be dangerous. Be so, if you're hard, be softer. Like, you know how to be nice to people. You know how to be nice to men. You know, women, let me give you some advice when you're dealing with men. And I'm talking about capable men. I'm not talking about those broken-ass men. There's a lot of broken men on the planet, but not them. All right? If you're dealing with a man that's capable, learn how to be submissive. What does that mean to be submissive? Learn how to be soft, nurturing, and agreeable. Remember these words. Like a man like me, I only want women. Like if you're going to be close to me, I only want women who are soft, nurturing, and agreeable. Okay? Sit. Soft, nurturing, and agreeable. I don't want to argue with you. For what? I want a woman that's friendly. A woman that's nice. A woman that's soft-spoken. A woman that, that understands that I get it that you're independent, but you don't need to be independent because daddy's home, which is me. I'm going to take care of it. Don't worry about it. I just need you to follow. Can you do that? Does that make sense? Sit. So practice doing that, young lady. Be softer. Be agreeable. You don't have to disagree with everything this man says. Oh, I don't agree with that. Oh, I don't believe that. I don't. It doesn't matter. It's about getting along. So just say, oh, that was a good one, baby. Okay, I like that. Oh, that was smart. Does that make sense? Learn how to stroke the man's ego. That's another thing. Stroking a man's ego. Make him feel good about himself. You got to think about it, women. You know, some women are like, I'm not stroking his ego because he's a narcissist. He's cocky. Well, you're just a silly-ass woman. Because what do you think a man wants to hear about himself that is... Confident, cocky, strong, financially independent. He wants to hear how great he is. Don't you think he want to hear that from his woman, the one that he loves and the one that he's close to? Of course. Stroke your man's ego all the time. Tell him how handsome he is. Tell him how great he is. Tell him how smart he is. He's intelligent. 
Tell him that you care about him. You'll do anything for him. Tell him all this. Tell him. I'm just telling you what to do. You don't have to do it. I'm just telling you what works. Because I know women that do it. And they have great relationships with these type of men. Okay? They're very strategic. Questions here. Okay? And now I feel mean. No, it's not that you're mean. You're just upset. You have some women, they feel that they give so much to men. And men continue to let them down. So they become, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word like scarred. (laughs) What happens to some women when they get older, they get kind of scarred. Scarred means that women go through so much with men. They lie to them, cheat, hurt them, whatever. To the point they become numb to men. And they become very just nonchalant and just unemotionless. Which is dangerous. You don't want to be like that with men. Yeah, you don't. Women, what you want to understand is, I believe that God put you on the on the planet. I believe God put women on the planet to be very emotional creatures and to be able to withstand men's behaviors. Because you can take it. You know, men can't take a lot of stuff. Men cannot take his woman sleeping with another man. But women can take it. They don't like it, but they can take it. They can be like, all right, don't do it again. My next stay with you. Women can take a lot. Women can bear children. Women have peers every single month. Crap. I mean, women can take a lot. I think that's why God made you to be very synced and in tune with your emotions. Which means you can withstand a lot of emotional pain, hurt, whatever. Men cannot. We just can't. And we don't want to. Does that make sense? What's next here? Okay. Questions here. What's next here? Are you looking for a millionaire woman? Absolutely not. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about me. And this is about all men. I'm telling you, successful men. You know, women actually think that successful men want women that are successful too. You know, they call it the boss bee. You know, like, oh, we want a woman that making her own money, making her own. No, no, no. Listen, I'm not saying that women, men don't want a, a woman that can take care of a financial business, but you know, men like myself love most about a woman, a woman that's kind, a woman that's nice, a woman that's willing and open to learn, a woman that can be a good listener, a woman that likes to smile, a woman that has a pleasant personality. I'm telling you, it's what rich men love about a woman, okay? Not if she can make a million dollars. Not because she has a bunch of money in the bank or has a good job or has a degree. Well, I don't care about this. I'm rich. I'm already rich. I don't, well, I don't even care. You could be a waitress. So what? Treat me good. You treat me nicely. I change your life. Who cares? I don't care about your money. I have enough money for you and myself for a lifetime. It's just how I think. And I get it, some women, some men don't think like that. And a lot of men that don't think like that, they're not rich. 
<clears throat> they just trying to act. They're trying to act rich. Because the real rich people, the real wealthy people that I know, man, they're not thinking about money like that. They're not thinking about if a woman, oh, do you want me for my money? No, they're not. They don't have those type of insecurities. <clears throat> they're not the type of man that's trying to test women, take them to Bennigan's and Denny's and shit like this and IHOP and see how this woman react to that. No. Driving their old beat up car to see if she really appreciate them. Now, that's men that are acting like they're rich, but they're not really rich. They're just acting. They want to be rich, so they're acting like they are, but they're not. They're real rich. They don't care about money like that. Like, I like money, but I don't care about money like that. Who cares? If I like a woman, if I want to spend money on her, if I want to take her here, take her there, so what? What's the big deal? I print money, man. It just comes. Right? Does that make sense? Ladies. And gentlemen, why do they snap after a while? Who snaps? What do you mean? So valley. Questions for me here, folks. <clears throat> Are you folks getting value here? You know, I hope you're getting value here. I'm here to teach you. Not just about money, just about how to live. And how to function in your own relationship. And listen, I'm not a relationship expert at all. Okay, I'm not in a relationship. I'm a single man. But I just understand things about people. And, you know, because I study people. And it's not that difficult to understand if you need to not to be in a certain relationship with a person. Okay? We all know. What's next here? Wes, but were you not acting rich before you became rich? Of course. Of course I was. But I wasn't buying things. I wasn't buying cars. I wasn't buying houses. I wasn't taking trips. When I was acting rich, as I had confidence. I was walking like I was rich, communicating like I was rich. I wasn't hanging around certain people anymore. I cut people off. I wasn't going to the club. I wasn't going to the bars. That's what I'm talking about. With The, the guys that I say act rich but not really rich... Well, even if he makes five, ten thousand dollars a month, he's spending all that money, all right, just to live his lifestyle, which means if he missed one paycheck, he done. I've seen it happen many times before. Okay? That's acting like you're rich, trying to live like you're a rich person, but you're not. Okay? You made ten thousand, but your bills are ninety five hundred dollars a month. That's not rich, that's stupid. Can you speak on the law of attraction? What would you like to know? What would you like to know about the law of attraction? Very simple. You attract who you are. You attract who you project. If you are a very positive person, then you're going to tend to attract positive type of scenarios. If you expect to be rich and successful... That's probably what's going to take place in your life. Right? It's really simple. And it's all about how you feel when it comes to the law of attraction. Not just how you think. It's about how you how you feel about what you think. Okay? Like if you feel like that you're going to do very well with your company, your business... If you feel great, fulfilled, empowered, that is working out, 
in your favor, then you're going to try things on a planet that's going to make that thought a reality. So really focus on how you feel about your dreams. How you feel and feel as if you have it already. Best of practice. Okay? What's next here? Any questions for me here? Let me see here. Any more questions here before I let you go here? All right, folks, I have so much energy right now, so I'm going to get to work. Thank you for joining me here tonight. If you get by, you come to work value below. And I suggest you listen to this entire rant before we started with this rant was, um, the title was, How to Become a High Achiever. Don't say certain things. Don't say that you're tired. Don't say that you're exhausted. Don't say things such as, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it later. One day I'll do it. Those are the words of the poor and average. And I don't want you to be poor and average. I want you to be rich and successful above average. I want you to be able to, to be a person that one day will inspire another person. I was talking to this young lady in the gym today. And I introduced her to a person to get some work done in one of my other companies. And... Um, oh, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what was I saying about her? Well, one thing that I adore about her, she hasn't given up. But it's time that she wanted to quit, but she's persevering. You know, because sometimes when you get mentored, because you've been mentored, obviously. And when you get mentored, you expect the results is to come tomorrow, Right? But what you don't realize with a mentor, the key is this. This is the difference between the people that actually make it to the land of paradise and the ones that never do. Is can you deal with the very irritating moments or the frustrating moments of getting what you want? The rocky waters almost. Like, can you deal with that? There's going to be times you want to quit. There's going to be times you want to give up. It's going to times you're going to like, man, what am I doing? It's just going to work. Of course. But if you're able to emotionally regulate and continue to move forward through those adversities and those issues, let me tell you something. you got a place in the land of paradise that's happening. It's coming. It's coming very soon. Okay? So I love you guys. Thank you. Comment below the word value. If you got value, you can always listen to this podcast. Go to google.com, type in Wesley Billion Dollar Version Podcast. And I have over 500 episodes just like this. Very direct, genuine talk about success, which you can utilize to condition yourself because your mind must go through a conditioning process to have new thoughts and new beliefs to act upon to get new results. And if you want my course, the Genius Script, just go to my Instagram account, Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. That is Wesley Million Dollar Virgin on Instagram. And my bio, click the link and get access to the Genius Script. And I'll leave you guys with this before I let you go. In life, you don't get what you want out of life. You get what you picture. Let's go.